Welcome to the Form Guide, inspiring conversations about mental health and well-being. This week we're chatting to Avril Chester of Cancer Central about all things health, well-being and helping others. Enjoy. Oh, I like that little echo that I've got going on there. That was the great James Brown um, mind power, Avril. Are you a James Brown fan? Oh, I love it. What a great way to start the day, a little bit of a boogie. I was going to get some full-on moves going. I thought, better not. Hold on, hold on. Get up and start dancing. Uh, absolutely. Well, I was enjoying you jigging around. We, we get a sort of range of reactions from guests there, Avril. You know, some will kind of crack on with their emails. Others will just be a bit frozen in front of the screen. But, you know, I was liking your vibe there. I was feeling yeah. it. Um, so I have absolutely no idea if we're live on LinkedIn. And this is the temperamental bit. So Zoom says we are. Um, but I can't see it on LinkedIn. So I'm going to ask my colleague, Hurrah, to send me a message with the link so I can just follow what's going on on LinkedIn. Um, so okay. we're going to sh- we're assume we are. It's a bit temperamental the way it pops up. Um, so let's assume we are and um, you know, we'll take from there. So great to have you with us. Thank you for joining us. Um, we were just talking um, at, at the start at how much uh, in awe I am of your work. And you were saying a bit of the same stuff about mine. Um, and it's great to have you here um, to, to discuss your work. But first of all, let's start with the question, right? Let's start with the question that I, uh, I, I always ask, which is, how are you today? So I'm an eight out of 10. My, my form dipped uh, about half an hour ago, as you know, because I had a power cut. Um, and then power came back literally kind of five minutes before we went live. So it was great. We've pulled it all together. Um, although I have to say that if, if we weren't doing this now, I would be swimming in the sea because I'm up in North Wales at my mum's house. The beach is just over there. Um, it's a beautiful morning. So I think that would have boosted my form as well. So generally excellent form, bit of holiday, bit of work, all good. How about you? What's your score today? Well, I started at a nine uh, because uh, my other half and I uh, um, live quite far apart uh, at the moment and obviously I've not seen him very much and I was due to drive up today to see him and his girls and spend a bit of time with them uh, before uh, they, they go off camping uh, and last night one of them tested positive and then negative and then positive and then negative so of course it means that you know I'm, I'm not traveling up so you know, I think I did do a depressed five. I was like, because um, I was so looking forward to seeing her. But the most important thing is, you know, hope she's well. Hope you know she doesn't get in, develop any symptoms. The main thing is about staying safe. Uh, and I think we're we're all dealing with this, aren't we? We're all dealing with. Um, you know, changes in the day to day, looking forward to stuff, things changing, and when we happen to sort of, you know, cope with those sort of things. So that music was just what I needed, Rob, just to sort of lift me up again, going, it's all right, you know, everyone's healthy and alive, and that's that for me is the most important thing. And you know what? I'll get to see them, you know, love them dearly. So if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, big shout out to the family. Um, yeah, that was that was so that was I, I sort of chose that track for you, Mind Power. It's a great track. I mean, it goes on for about 12 minutes, but you know, the power of the mind, I think, is a good theme for you and I. Um, but but great that you've been on good form and, and hopefully you'll be able to connect. And I think we're hearing quite a few stories of you know cases and, and that impacting plans and uncertainties. Um, and it's it's a challenge on our, our well-being, isn't it, when that happens? It, it, it is and I think we've got to find our own coping mechanism you know all of us will cope in a different way and and you know that's okay you know and actually that's something I learned you know for, for those that sort of know me I'm I'm a cancer thriver 
I don't like using the word cancer survivor. I, I feel it has a bit more of a negative kind of connotation where thriver was, um, it was actually my board advisor that said it first. I'm like, that's it, that's the word, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was it was when I was going through through cancer, it was it was my my breast cancer nurse that sort of said to me, she sat me down calmly, uh, you know, because obviously you're all over the shop. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember much. <laughs> she don't, she's like, oh. Um, and she said, everyone will react differently. Your family will react differently to your news and going through it. Um, your friends, you will, you will have different reactions at different times of the day. That is okay. And, and I really value her saying that because you know it's in extreme times when we really test ourselves and you know we we get tested. We don't we don't opt to test ourselves, so we, but you know we um, we get tested and it it's. You know, it's okay. Obviously, there's an extreme where you, you, you know, you don't want to go off too in terms of behavior, but you know, yeah. um, letting yourself cry, letting yourself be a bit angry to get it out. You know, I think you know a bit more about this than me, Rob. I, I remember reading it sometime. You know, it's, it's 15 minutes for that emotion, and if you get that emotion out, you're through it, yeah. Um, uh, rather than storing it and it, it goes and goes and goes. So, find a way if you need to get that emotion out to, to let that happen. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think it's super important. I mean, for me, we we don't like sitting with uncomfortable emotions. We we tend to try and avoid them or want them to be away. And and for me, with my depression, that that sense of acceptance um, has been super powerful in helping deal with it. Because actually, if you do sit with it with a sense of, I like to use the words lightness and curiosity and explore it a little bit, then the power that that emotion over might have over you is diminished, and then ultimately you can release it. Um, I love the idea of cancer survivor, um, sorry, cancer thriver. Um, you know, I think it's brilliant because I, I often refer to the continuum of, you know, thriving uh, down to struggling and surviving. And, and, you know, surviving is kind of, you know, probably in the middle ground. It's the, yeah. the five, six out of 10, you know, you're not thriving, you're not kind of in, in deep crisis, but you could be better. Um, and I love that idea of thriving. And, you know, I often refer to myself as bipolar and thriving you know i've got a mental illness but i'm thriving a lot of the time which is which is cool um what what does a perfect 10 day look for you like for you what would be the elements to be a 10 out of 10 oh ultimate carefree day yeah. i have logged to 10 this year actually rob yeah have you uh, and actually, it was my birthday, <laughs> not because it was my birthday yep. as such, but because of where it was, I was able to see my mum and dad. Um, I was able to see my brother and I was able to see my other half. And, and the, you know, the, the, I was able to see the people that, you know, sort of mattered most. So, you know, obviously, love my friends and things like that. But, you know, you're, you're close. Uh, and that freedom and that excitement of seeing them and just spending time with them just was yeah, nothing tops that. Nothing, yeah. nothing tops um, because it's about time, isn't it? Yeah. And just not having that care. I think all of us, you know, all of us who, whatever it is, carry something with us. There's always something making go, did you do that email or should you do that? Or, oh, I haven't thought about doing that. What about, you know, what's going on with the kids? I think, what am I going to cook tomorrow? What's it? You know, and there's all this kind of constant in the back yeah. of your head. And to me, that 10 is where you just have that real sense of peace and enjoy the day you're living in the moment yeah that's a beautiful time 
yeah wonderful um it, it's a, it's a wonderful idea and and you know the simple things right spending yeah. time with people you love carefree time where you're not pressured by other things i mean um it just shows the importance of our connections and yeah you know, i think maybe that's been brought home to us a little bit because of the pandemic has has, has forced us to disconnect from people that nourish us and give us joy so uh, i i absolutely love that i um as I say, I'm kind of half working, half not working this week, which is a dangerous sort of position to be in. But I'm quite good at sort of compartmentalizing. And yesterday, uh, my daughter's really got into horse riding. So uh, we booked a two hour kind of pony trek um, that took us through the farm and then onto the beach. So we rode horses on the beach. But, you know, these horses, I mean, I'm not really a, 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 a big horseman or anything like that. But so these horses would typically just follow the one in front. So you didn't really have to do a lot. And it was just very, very mindful. I was very much in the moment. Beautiful scenery, you know, sitting on this just amazing animal, um, seeing my daughter ahead, just having great fun. And it was just a joyous moment. And it, yeah, I probably yeah, hit a 10. I was going to ask, that, was, it, was that a 10? Yeah, it was a 10 moment as opposed to a 10 day for sure. But it was, yeah. you know, and for me, I, I think I hit 10 at various moments in my life and they can be brief, but there was definitely a few moments there that, that I experienced that. Um, actually, Bob, I hope you don't mind me saying, I think that's really important in, in, in to reflect actually the conversation we had at the start. It's moments. And, and again, you know, so you sort of think, well, how's my day? What's the day? And you try and summarise this kind of myriad of stuff that's happened. And, and I love how you've described it in terms of it's okay for it to be a moment. Yeah. That's yeah. really lovely to know. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm, I'm known as the bloke that asks you, how are you today? But actually somebody um, suggested I might want to just refine that a bit more. So how are you this morning? How are you this afternoon? How are you this evening? And again, even refine down that sense of immediacy because our form does change. Mm. And, you know, as, as, as both of us have today by events that have happened and they've gone up, they've gone down and then we'll be, we'll uplift each other during this call, hopefully. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's our form is ever changing and for me that's really powerful because if you flip it back I don't know how it was for you when you were you know dealing with your cancer and and managing that but for me when I was coming to terms with my depression at one point I'd lost hope I'd thought that I was always going to feel this sense of depression this futility this difficulty that everything was meaningless and I'd really lost hope. And that was the lowest point I've ever been. That was where I'd got to the one out of 10. And I hope I never get there again. And I won't get there again. But the fact that if we know that all of these, these moods, this form, our well-being changes hourly by the minute, that, that for me is very powerful because that will tell us that there is always hope because, you know, we might be low one point, but we'll be high again the next. And I find that image very powerful. That's incredibly powerful, and, and those one states are uber challenging. There's there's no other words for it, is there, Robin? Yeah. And um, yeah, there were there were some extremely low moments. Uh, I'm not even going to pretend there wasn't. I I turned, I kind of you know it's interesting how you think you're going to behave. It's not actually how you <laughs> behave, yeah. um, and it was if it's like. I got diagnosed. So I was like, okay, bye world, shut up shop. That was it. Uh, and I, I didn't really connect and see 
friends and see, you know, I, I did a little private blog for those um, to, to let them know how I was because obviously they didn't want to ask um, and they don't want you to repeat. And it was really actually wonderful to write it down. So after each appointment or an event that happened, I'd write a private blog and, and, and send it. Um, and I did say to them, even if you don't want to read it, thank you for allowing me to write it down and send it in your inbox because yeah. that processes of getting it out, especially when I was very confused about decisions and, you know, um, I even described, I think one of the worst things um, was getting my pick line put in. Oh, I suppose ugliest, disgusting thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, and I, I had to write it down because I was so traumatised from it. And I literally said, please don't read if you're screamish because, you know, but I have to write this down. I just thank you for getting it out. Just blank the next bit. Just delete it, you know. Um, so that kind of process, uh, you know, sort of he helps you sort of get through it. But it, it is that as you say, that moment kind of helps you sort of begin to realise that you can you can get through this. But actually, let me reflect on that. There's something that just sort of popped to, to the mind, Rob, and I was just thinking, sometimes you don't know when it's got better. Because mm. you always, if, if you kind of think about something that's happened big in your life, um, you know, it could be a, a you know a death of a loved one or you know as you say you, you're you're going through something yourself um when you reflect back do you remember the day or the month that you came out of it all things started to turn what happens is you look back and go oh look it's starting to be a bit better but you don't know at what juncture it started it, it just kind of you look back and go but you remember when it started do you know what i mean the, the whole thing but coming out you don't know i don't know about you i don't think i've ever been able to pinpoint when did I start feeling better after active treatment? Obviously, I'm still on a lot yeah. of drugs. I've got osteoporosis now, la, la, la. Um, you know, when was the point I started to feel more myself? And when was the point? Because I remember reflecting back going, oh, you know, I've come a long way, actually. Yeah, no, I've... But that moment, you don't know when you'll lift out of it. Yeah, I think that's, that is really interesting and it resonates a lot for me. And um, often... I think music helps me with this. So I, I have certain pieces of music that feel like I always think it's just like you're traveling out of the woods and you can you know you can you can see the clearing and that's what it feels like for me. And there's certain songs that um you know kind of are quite uplifting and they um you know they they take you on a bit of a journey, but then they end up in a bit of lightness and um that's what it I mean certainly that's what it feels like with depression. It's like all of a sudden you can breathe again you can see again the weight has lifted again and sometimes it takes you a bit by surprise but I think it, it resonates another bit is this I talk a lot about the self-awareness about our well-being and unless you've undergone a particular challenge you, we often don't have that self-awareness you know we don't we haven't built that up over time um, and one of the things we're trying to do with form score is help the world be a bit more intentional about well-being and what does that mean it's build up that self-awareness and i think those moments when you do come out of a challenge um and know how we're feeling that's you're learning about yourself aren't you no absolutely and music is so powerful in fact um if i may one of the things that we have ongoing because i was very very conscious um those in uh and lockdown is going through cancer and treatment right now and any form of that is just horrific 
you know, I, I depended on being with my loved ones to give me that hug and pick me up and cook for me because I had absolutely zero energy um, and lift and bath me and just all that kind of stuff that you, you're not able to do yourself. Um, so we, we created um, some Spotify playlists. Um, you can actually donate. Um, so, we, you know, people can donate a song um, and the money goes towards Cancer Central. And, and it's building up. Cool. So if you go into Spotify, uh, you, you put in Cancer Central Uplift or uh, Cancer Central Calm, you'll see the donated songs that people are putting in there um, that we're, you know, we're as a, a community building up for people just to, you know, just put on some tunes and know that we're all thinking of you during this time when you're, you, you could be sitting in a treatment room or you could be at home alone or, yeah. you know, wherever that place is, because music is so powerful. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, we'll definitely put those links in the show notes. Oh, bless you. Um, Thank you. And um, I love that idea of kind of donating a song as well. It's pretty cool. Um, so I've got the LinkedIn Live to work while uh, whilst we were chatting there. I, I realised that again, you know, that travelling away from home on my laptop, I hadn't got the settings set up right. So now we're we're kind of live. We're a bit late. So, um, yeah, welcome everyone that's uh, that's tuning into the live. Um, if you're uh, if you're seeing us there, so um, we've just sort How of did you do that whilst you were talking, Rob. I'm so sorry. That was so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I remember as a DJ, right? As a DJ, um, the, I'd be playing at parties, and and this this has enabled me to be sort of you know good in a in a, in a crisis. That the sound system invariably would always go wrong at some point at these parties I would play at, and so you've got like a baying crowd who really want to hear the tunes, and the sound system's not working, and it, it's usually some sort of connection, some sort of wire, and you've really got to calmly kind of troubleshoot around. Um, and so actually just dealing with a little bit of tech is nothing compared to a baying crowd that want their music. <laughs> so, um, yeah, good, good, good practice at it. But I was, yeah, sort of doing it while you were talking. So, yeah, we are live now, which is good. Um, so, look, um, we've, we've sort of dived straight in as I knew we would. Um, but um, let's just take a step back and do the quick fire round. And then I want to understand more about your journey, more about your work with, with Cancer Central. Um, so I'm going to ask you a series of questions, Avril. And these questions are nothing I've asked you to prepare for, but if mental health were a, um, and I'm going to give you a something, what would it be for you? It can be the first thing that comes into your head or you think about it for a bit. So if mental health were an animal, what comes to mind? I've absolutely no idea why this has sprung into mind. <laughs> Tiger. Tiger, I like it. I, I, I just like, suddenly the image of a tiger came up and I'm trying to work out why. Because, um, well, obviously, you know, it, 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 why? <laughs> you know, it, because it can be very, you know, because it can be sleeping for however many long, you know, yeah. times a day, it can be dormant. Yeah. And then it can, out of nowhere, become, I'm going to say aggressive in your life or very prevalent in your life or taken up, you know, it can just sort of switch how you're feeling and thinking um, as a real surprise. And I think yeah. that art of surprise, some of these things, unless you're aware of it, you can't see it coming um, and you don't understand sort of things. So, and and that's, that's probably why I've no idea, I'm making that last bit up as to why Tiger, but yeah. I think that probably 
sort of fits the bill. I like it. Yeah, the big cat of mental health, the tiger. Yeah. There's also the camouflage bit that I like with the tiger. Oh, of so, course. You know, sometimes about mental health, we don't know what's going on and it can take you a bit by surprise with stealth. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it can be quite dangerous, but also can be, as you say, very passive. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I like it. I like and the majestic animals. I mean, I think that I've always loved tigers. Yeah. So, you know, what I mean, it's you got to love your mental health. You got to love who you are. My goodness, we're crap at that, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, you know, to to love who you are and, and, and understand who you are and, and be at peace with yourself is such a big thing here. Yeah. Embrace your mental health tiger. I love it. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Okay, there's a quote for the morning. Yeah, there we go. If, if, if mental health were a colour, Avril, what would it be? Oh, goodness me. I'm not going to say blue because I'm looking at blue at your background, you see. Yeah. So if mental health were a colour, what would it be? Green. Green. Yeah, why green? nature mm -hmm. love it um and in fact the reason why i was desperately trying not to say blue but that sky yellow is sun green yeah. is um, nature and actually interestingly enough when we um were going through the the rebrand with the incredible uh company designed by structure when we talked colors i talked about mental health of when you you're in different states when you're going to go find information out and therefore the colors needed to reflect um our brand colors needed to reflect nature so we we actually have something called sky forest sun because we 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 feel instantly calm soothed better when we you know yeah. are around nature brilliant so I'm at my mum's house. I have no idea how to turn that phone off. Um, I don't worry. So, I love it. Um, in fact, I'm just going to have to, in fact, my mum's going out. So I'm just going to do that and hang up, which is very naughty, but uh, we are live. Um, so one of my mum's You know friends, they're going to call back. You know, that's, in fact, if I leave but it. But that's part of the fun of being live. You've got to have a little bit of adventure and fun. Yeah, it's all adventure. So I've left off the hook, so it's going to be engaged now. So um, I'll, hopefully my mum will return home quite soon. Um, so um, this is good. I like green. Yeah, green is obviously the colour of um, the Mental Health Awareness Week. You know, the, the buildings in London get, get illuminated in green. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put that phone back because that's going to start making a noise. Um, and, um, you know, the pin badges, uh, the, the green ribbons as well. So, um, but I love that. And, and there's, a, there's been a study, hasn't there, on, on the effects of nature on recovery. Um, mm -hmm. And they did it in a hospital. I think it was gallbladder operations. And they gave um, part of the, uh, the patients a view of a wall and the others a view of a tree. And the recovery outcomes for those that could view the tree, not even going there, just looking at it, uh, less pain, perception of pain, shorter time in hospital, quicker time to recovery. So the importance of nature is, is key on, on our recovery, isn't it? Very much so. And even just reflecting now, you know, for those that are fortunate in terms of where you live and you've got a view or you can have access to countryside or seaside or parks, you know I mean, anything that's got that kind of green around you. Um, for those that are sort of more, you know, in towns and everything else, all craving to, to, to get to that green space, to just get that kind of, um, it's quite incredible how much that colour and how nature has an impact on us. Yeah. 
Absolutely, brilliant. So I'm loving this. Um, if mental health were a food, Avril, what would what would it be? These are really tough. They're tough, if, aren't they? they? Get you thinking. Oh, you yeah. If mental health were a food, desperately now trying to think. I'm trying to think what. I mean, again, it's so hard not to just jump to your favourites. Um, actually, you know, it's actually thinking about it a bit more sort of abstract. But a food, I, you know, weirdly, and I'm sorry, it is my favourite food. That's why I just can't. So I've got to go with it because obviously yep. there's something that's saying it's got to be its pasta because yep. it comes in various shapes and sizes. Yep. You know, it, you can be a spaghetti one minute, ravioli the next. Yep. You know, a bit of lasagna. Um, could have the little spiry ones, you know, or little posh, little thick ones. I know all the languages, as you can tell. I just love pasta. Pasta, posh. Little. I just love pasta. Um, yeah. But it does yeah. come, and I think mental health, again, it's it's a big, big topic, but there's various forms of mental health. Yeah, I like that. I think my, my brain looks like, uh, my mental health is definitely like a big plate of messy spaghetti, so I'm with you on that. Absolutely. I like that. So pasta, right. Yeah. Mental health for a song or a piece of music? I'm useless at knowing songs and titles. Um... A song or piece of music. See, the problem is, you see, and it's not a problem, but we've we've got um, a fantastic guy, uh, Chris Dad, who is literally today on his very last day of a twelve-day hike for cancer. Central bless wow. him. In this heat, I'm like, you right? Um, yeah, and he's been um, again. He's been raising songs to keep him going, and yeah. and, and, and I. The thing is, the trouble is, I've got all the all the songs that I was reading last night in in my head if, if you know what I mean um and because people are donating songs for a little bit of uh fun um so his name is um his surname is dad so it was daddy cool uh which cool. I thought was oh, absolutely no. we, brilliant we, haven't heard we, that in years we don't yeah, need well, to look at we don't need to look any further than that song for your song for mental health daddy cool what a brilliant song that is just and of course walk 500 miles yeah so again that i think weirdly i don't know why because obviously i looked at the list yesterday and seeing all the cool songs people were trying to encourage him to do that sort of walk 500 miles that keep going kind of thing uh but then i got you know that daddy 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 cool cool. yeah i love it and i I think that but it's a cheerful that just impacts that doesn't necessarily reflect mental health it just yeah, well, I think, you know, it can reflect the positive aspects, the fun aspects of mental yeah. health. And I think, you know, that's, we had um, um, a good friend of mine, M. Stroud, on, who's a clown, a comedian, um, and has her own mental health challenges. And we talked a lot about play and fun. And I think it's really important to remember to bring the fun into this. You know, it can, be, yeah. it can naturally be a very heavy topic, as I'm sure, uh, obviously, cancer is. But we've got to have fun along the way. Um, You're absolutely right. Balance. It's so, Daddy cool. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so if mental health were a holiday destination, Avril, where would it be? I'm testing you, aren't I? You really, really are. Um, I'm going to go for holiday destination. I'd love to do, and it's a safari. Um, you know, you really sort of find out with all things. Uh, I like pasta. My favourite colour is Greek. No, but um, safari, again, because of the variation and the different different things, yeah. you, you are in a, unless you are born in and around... Um, 
taking that heat um, and things. So it's, it's um, you know, it's a difference in terrain uh, for us. And therefore, mental health is, you know, could be sort of different terrain because we've never been there before. And it's so different to, to our normal day to day. And, and what does that actually mean? And then various different things pop up that you've never seen those gorgeous animals sort of pop up and in, their, in their nature. And that's the kind of, you know, in all side of things, but actually in the mental health side of things. I've got a frog in my throat. Um, in the mental health side of the things, you know, it, it, it things come up that you've not seen before and you don't understand. I mean, if you're faced with an elephant, I'll be like, oh my gosh, they're amazing. Ah! Um, uh, and I think that's the same, the same kind of thing. You're faced with things that you you don't understand, and um, it's a different terrain than your normal life. Yeah, love that. Absolutely love that. Okay, final one, final one. Um, if mental health were a sound. What sound comes to mind? I don't know why this sound comes. Gosh, these are good questions. Thank you. Um, bear with me. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I don't know why that kind of, and I was just like, it's like your your bubble has burst. Yeah. Fantastic. You, you can be yeah. in your little bubble and everything's fine and you're like, I like it. I can't do that sound as good as good as you. It is a bit of facial yoga for the morning, everyone. Can't, can't, <laughs> absolutely can't do it. And, and I also realised I can't do that horse, the, the horse sound you need to do to make a horse walk on. Like, <laughs> can't, I can't, can't do that either. Can't do that either. I was going... <laughs> this horse was just like looking at me like, who's this idiot? Doesn't they know how to talk to a horse? Um, okay, I'm going to try and put all that together into a scene. And I think it would be relatively easy, I think, for this one. Um, okay. So we are on safari together, Okay. Um, we're on safari. We're, we're sitting outside these kind of luxury safari tents and over yonder we can see a pack of tigers and they're, they're just relaxing, right? They're not doing anything, they're relaxing, but we know that there's power emanating um, from, from these, these, these tigers. Um, on our stereo outside there, we've got Daddy Cool and we're kind of thinking about having a bit of a dance around to that song, right? Um, we are surrounded by greenery, so we're in a very lush part of the, um, of, of the, the jungle. Um, and so there's a lot of green there, and we're feeling kind of connected to, uh, to nature. Um, I've got a big plate of spaghetti. You've got some of those you know, kind of fat, thinny ones going on, you know, maybe a bit of a twist. So we, we're having a nice bit of pasta. Um, and then we're, we're talking about making ridiculous sounds, and I'm trying to do my horse sound which I can't do, and you're doing that, that popping sound, the bubble bursting, and we're just laughing our heads off. It's a very joyous, uh, joyous moment. So that's what I put together from your, your quickfire round, Avril. So thank you for sharing. I love that. It's a nice scene, isn't it? I'd love to go on safari. I've never done proper, proper kind of savannah safari. I'm, uh, it's definitely bucket list to take my children to go and see, uh, see some proper animals in their habitat. So all good. So look, keen to get into your story a little bit. We've, we've spent 32 minutes of this show and we've uh, just basically gibbered around a little bit, which is the nature of it. It's such good fun. But um, I'm very grateful that you've agreed to be on the 2021 Inside Out Leaderboard. Thank you. Um, tell us a little bit about your, uh, your, your story, if you don't mind. And it looks like you might have frozen. Is that you or is it me? I'm so sorry, my <laughs> internet went. Oh, I was just like, no. <laughs> That's you okay. Know, 
quickly looking and it went your internet's unstable so yeah. it's not typical got to do that's a bit of live yeah that's all right we can um yeah we can work with tech issues i'm all very relaxed about these things so yeah tell us a bit about your journey your story and thank you for being part of the leaderboard it's you know um it, i'm very grateful and you're frozen again come back Have a roll, come oh back. no no i'm here i'm here okay cool um maybe oh, good, just, good. i'm kind of like Maybe you just like paused. You were like you were frozen. But yeah. I, I was. I was excited. I was like, "What's what's the next question? Do I have to think? You know?" And so I asked the audience button. You know. <laughs> so no, I was like, "Thank you for allowing me to be part of the. You know, just just part of Form School. It, it is such an incredible initiative. And just you know, as we said at the start, big big fan. Well, yeah, big fan. Thank you. Um, such an important thing. And um, yeah, so. So my journey, sorry, <laughs> just I'm so much going. Yeah, big fan of form school. So, so my journey, um, for for, for those, obviously, we, we we talked about you sort of going through cancer, and um, I'm a technologist, and I like to think I can search, you know, surely. Yeah. Um, and I found out during the, you know, when I was going through treatments, um, that that I couldn't, and and I thought this is a bit, this is a bit weird and a bit strange, and there, and there were two stories I give. So. The first one is obviously I was going to lose my hair um, and I know I can order a soft fluffy hat from the internet um, but you know I, I was off work so let's go out find a shop try hats on you know do I want the one with the little rosy thing here or the striped things let's just try it on um, and then do some lunch let's just do something so I went to a very famous search engine Rob yeah. Uh, and then two hours later, my mum is prizing me. And what was happening was um, all the results were kept coming back from the States. And however specific I was being about UK, eSport, you know, I was really, really specific. Couldn't just put a pin in the map and tell me where the chemo hat shops were. Or, you know, it was really strange. And I thought, it's a bit bizarre. Um, I love the States, but I'm not going to go visit right now. Um, you know, so not quite round the corner. Um, so, I, you know, as you do, you kind of forget it and go, oh, all right then. Um, and then, you know, it's various people are aware. You, you, you meet people on your journey. Uh, and if you so happen to spark up a conversation about things, um, it's a series of ifs, isn't it? You've met that person at that time, at that thing, and you so happen to have that conversation, you hear about something. Um, so have you heard of the Willow Foundation? No, I haven't. So I, I do hope they are around after COVID, because I know a number of the charity sets have been really hit. Um, so um, effectively, I wouldn't type into famous search engine, diagnosed with cancer under age of 40 nice day out it's not a combination that enters my head I mean, what on earth yeah. but they are beautiful um obviously it's all based on donations so whatever yeah. they can afford is called special days and they give you a special day for you and your family Brilliant. of your choice so some people go to a football match we went to theater it was amazing. We had train tickets to go to London. We we went to a show. We saw Aladdin. Uh, we had a little bit lunch afterwards, sort of like late lunch type thing. And then we came home. And that is about creating memories. Yeah. And I only found out because a friend told me at that point, because I was, you know, what I mean, it's kind of one of those things. And I thought, this is ridiculous. There's lots of wonderful things out there, local and obviously more national, that don't have the... Um, the money or the know-how to create the right SEO to be on the front page of Google. Um, it could be a Facebook group and a local initiative that help, you know, um, with transport to daily radiotherapy sessions yeah. because, you know, you're too scared to go on the bus and 
there might be a group that helps with that there's insurance products there's you know there's all sorts of things that you know the nutrition advice and books where where, did, where do i find all this stuff and yeah. even when you're given something and and i will talk about um if you don't mind if everyone's comfortable you know obviously you know the breast cancer they go and here's where you can get your new mastectomy um and you look at them and go i'm not 80 uh they're nice <laughs> is that it yeah but actually when i did my own research there was more and that's what it's about is choice don't tell me the three you know about because you so happen to have the leaflets yeah. if, if it's a choice of 10 it's my choice so that's kind of where it came from so we started the journey um and but ba- yeah basically it kind of took off from there rob you know it's sort of um it's if i if you don't mind very quickly i will just share that it's all been built through donated hours um it's been incredible it's fifty-five thousand donated hours to date uh by over 250 individuals and 50 organizations Uh, and that's that's amazing i mean sorry to talk over you but uh you know so so you've got a great idea so cancer central technology to enable people to find resources that would be helpful on on their their journey of dealing with recovering from uh, managing cancer um, using technology to put all that together which is brilliant and then you go and decide to think okay we're going to do this with volunteers and people donating time that's a huge undertaking those numbers you just gave me there to to have volunteers contributing that way I mean how did you come up with that idea and how did you implement it? Oof um it was really near the start of when I said, hi, I'm going to do my own startup. I have no idea how I'm going to do it. I've got no money. Um, and I mean, I'm very blessed with where I work in the sector, who I know in my network. And I just kept asking questions. I don't know how to do this. I don't know where to go. I know uh, what we need to do. And we really started with a hackathon Yeah. because uh, I had nothing. So I had this hackathon and it was, you know, people turned up and it was a very, very, very special day. You know, it's all been in my head. The idea's been in my head. And for the first time, I have these groups of people just wrestle and take the idea. And, and that's where our conversational search, Ask Scout, came from and all this kind of stuff. And it really occurred to me because one of the drivers of that hackathon is too many people have been affected by cancer. Mm. Yet not everyone's blessed to be able to work for a charity sector or, a, you know, organisation that supports people by cancer or the NHS for various reasons. So how do, how do we give them the opportunity to could be an idea, could be an afternoon workshop, could be writing a policy, could be designing something, could be an animation, looking out for an animation, uh, could be, um, you know, developing something. So we've all got gifts. And if we can spend a little bit of the time with, with that gift to help and, and create this and create, um, but also it creates that um, inclusion because I don't want it based on my journey. Everyone's got different experiences. So people that join us have different lenses and different angles and they give different suggestions. Yeah. So we can make it as inclusive as we possibly can in terms of the way we, we, we build it. And there's so much more to do. I mean, for those that are new and look at the site and you go, uh, you know, because um, I'm always very critical. I'm like, oh, you know, I could do something, but it's it's brilliant, and I love it, and I love what we've achieved, and we've got so much on the roadmap, and we've got bits coming out this summer, um, and it really is about giving everyone the opportunity. So it's about that bite size bite size fix. Not everyone can kind of volunteer for a long periods of time, but you know what, they can spend an afternoon. So it's it's a lot of management, obviously, Rob. Um, yeah, and and how do you manage that? I mean, I guess is your role one of sort of inspiring, coordinating, pulling people together? How, how does that work for you? Um, 
I I do when we obviously we're talking about sort of mental health. I I get moments where I'm incredibly overwhelmed with it. Mm. Um, so um, I spent the first two years dedicated to Cancer Central, and of course, you know, not unpaid, and I was skin anyway. So you know, I, I need to go back to to, to the day job effectively. So you know, I'm um, I've got very lucky and fortunate with my with my day job. And now it's all in my spare time, like everyone else, it's in their spare time. Um, and that's why when we say we're going to deliver something, it'll be when we can't, you know, I mean, it's, you know, things happen or, or whatever. Um, and it, it can be overwhelming, you know, and, and it's being, there's sometimes that people volunteer time and I don't have the right thing to, for them to work on just at the moment you know there's yeah. certain things we focus in on and and we it's very hard to say oh my goodness thank you so much for your donated time I, I don't have anything for you right now um and it's being brave enough to say can I come back to you and if it doesn't work for you at that time but it probably be in six months time when we reach this mm -hmm. um but there's a lot in that and it can be overwhelming um but then that's good I'd rather be overwhelmed with incredible support um then you know the the not yeah, I, I i absolutely i absolutely get it it's um and, and it's really powerful isn't it that the that that support coming to you and validating your idea and sometimes i feel overwhelmed as well in what i'm <clears throat> excuse me trying to do and that i'm carried along by the wave of people that believe in the mission and want to help and that is a real powerful i wouldn't say even say it's like a motivator it's just a, a kind of wave of momentum that carries you along and it, it's it's beautiful when it happens but i think that also comes a responsibility doesn't it i definitely feel a responsibility to those people that are either investing in form score donating their time to working groups to uh, helping on the inside out leaderboard whatever it might be i kind of i feel like i owe them right yeah i don't want to let them down yeah you know i i am i'm just going to pause because i'm so proud of the site you know and, and then but there's so much more that's coming through um, and we need your help if anyone's listening for content. You know, the whole point is we're building the site, but we need people to come to it to share what's in their area. You know, uh, become a member, log in, share what events are going on, share your story, share the product or service that you provide so we can, you know, get that back into search results. We don't know what's going on and we don't know, you know, so that's that point. But coming back to your point, Rob, I just don't want to let people down. Yeah. And you I don't, really don't. And, and you don't. And, and you know, I think, you know, I, I, I want to say that right now, because, you know, it's probably hard for you to tell that to yourself sometimes. And, and, and from someone that goes through it as well, you're definitely not letting people down. But you've also got to, I think, back to what we were talking about previously, you've got to prioritize your own self-care and your own well-being. To, and this isn't a full-time gig for you. This is done in your spare time. And you've got to have the reserves and the energy to be able to deal with it. And, um. I think that's 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 really important. The other bit I think that's worth exploring in it for a few minutes is, do you get a sense from your volunteers, your contributors, that that they're getting uh, a good boost in their own well-being from doing good, from helping the project, from helping others? Because, for me, that's one of the core pillars of our our well-being. No, absolutely. And um, I, I was thinking about this one, and I was thinking about the word purpose, and I, I looked it up. Because we all talk about purpose, mm. um, and, and I'm going to I'm going to read it because I think it's really good yeah. to reflect back on what purpose means. So what purpose means is uh, the reason for which something is done or created, 
awe for which something exists. And creating that purpose is really impactful on our on our mental health. That's what drives us to keep going. You know, as you as you said, Rob, in those very sort of low moments, in those um, difficult days, when you it could be something you've just achieved, it could be something you contributed to, it could be, you know, but when something has a purpose to it, when you know it is beyond yourself and you're helping someone else, then that creates something in you that lifts the spirit, mm. makes you feel good about yourself, you know, and it's okay mm. to say that because I'm like, oh, should you feel good about you? Yes, it is. Um, and yeah, that's why. I feel everyone that's um, you know, contributed today, we, we're very lucky. We actually got a project team that, um, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, they, they joined us for, a, you know, a, a meeting or something and, and they're still with us. Uh, and I'm like, you sure? I don't want to take advantage. I don't want you to feel that you have to if you don't. Mm. And then like, no, we want to continue. We want to continue to help working on this because we, you know, it gives us that sense of that purpose and giving back and there's something we want to do that has mean the world that you know if I've given that as well to other people um you know in amongst everything else that's going on in day jobs and families and this is their moment to give back mm. I mean yeah it's been brilliant. yeah ab absolutely and, and and yeah it's definitely inspiring um I, I want to also touch on you know, you've obviously gone through a, a, a physical health challenge um, and, and, you know, are now thriving with that challenge, uh, through that challenge. Um, clearly, that, that the interplay between our, our physical health and our mental health is so important. I've yeah, had first-hand experience of this as I moan every week, talking about my long COVID and my long COVID headaches and my fatigue and all that. Um, but I've definitely noticed that impact on my form from where I am with my physical health. How, how was that for you? Um, and what advice would you give to somebody that is just coming to terms with a, a cancer diagnosis um, in respect of their well-being and mental health? Um, actually, reflecting back to something I said at the start, don't, don't compare. Deal with it the way you need to deal with it, because how I dealt with it will be different to how you deal with it. I turned into a recluse. I shut the doors down. I just needed to be by myself. Others go proactive. They set up social media accounts, you know, and, and, and share in that way. Uh, and whatever's right for you, you know, you need to do. Um, that's what's really important. And if, yeah. if you just need to sit there and cry for a bit or get angry or... Um, you know, have that, you know, because initially you go, why me? Yeah. You know, I was, um, we, there's no cancer in my family. We're strokes and heart attacks. So it's a very exciting topic, isn't it? But, you know, and I was like, well, all right, was, what's going on here then? You know, yeah. um, and you do have that and you do, and it's okay to actually feel sorry for yourself for the moment, because by doing that, you release yourself to be able to move on to the next bit and be able to cope for the next bit. And then you've got to take every step. And, and through anything, as, as you probably well aware of, when um, when you're in um, 
I'm going to say normal state, whatever normal is, if that makes sense. You, you obviously not in lockdown, but generally speaking, you plan, you know, you, you know, could be that half year ahead, a year ahead, you know, you, you, what weekends we're going to wear. When you're going through something, a day feels like a month. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in it, it's kind of like, oh my goodness, we're the end of the state. What? Why went to the day? Where's this week gone? But when you're going through something, a day is a month. So just take that day at a time. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good advice. And be as kind to yourself as you can along the way, right? Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, because actually, if you're not kind to yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Um, what's your hope for the project for, for Cancer Central for the next kind of 12 months? You've got lots of stuff in the backlog and lots of stuff coming. What's, what, what's your hope for the next you know, year, three years? I can't wait. So as I alluded to, we've got the next level search with our scout coming through the, later this summer. And, and, and the reason why it's taken a little bit uh, longer to come through is we've been very blessed. We've been supporting NHS Scotland uh, with, with COVID-19, not on the platform, but the Ask technology. Yeah. Um, we supported over 500,000 messages um, on their website, which is uh, to date, which has been incredible, you know, thanks to Matt and, and Amido for that one. Um, so we, we, we're trying to get it <laughs> to get to central because we've been focused over here. Um, so that that's step one for me yep. um, is, is getting that next level search done. And then, you know, whilst the search is coming through, it's that enhanced search that, yeah. that we wanted to, to relay. Then it's about that growth. So growing that content, you know, trying to get as much uh, messaging out there as possible. Please, please come and put information in. We're only as good as the content at the end of the day. You turn up and there's nothing in your area. It's like, meh. Uh, so uh, maybe that's one of the sounds, meh. Uh, you know, so yeah. uh, go there. But, uh, and then beyond that, is is alongside that is looking to become a self-sustainable organization that is obviously every startup's dream yeah. um and one day rob i'm gonna have a first hire of somebody i'm yeah. gonna employ someone so there's the there's the goals but in steady steps yeah fantastic well um we look forward to kind of trying to help you amplify your message and, and support you as as we go along and, and definitely uh, in awe of what you do so one final question we're collecting a series of curating a series of well-being nuggets you know the one piece of advice uh, to look after your well-being a bit of wisdom you're prepared to share uh, what would be your well-being nugget Avril? um i think my my nugget generally is stop comparing yeah because actually when you start to compare when you start you then start down you know you go oh you know i shouldn't be reacting this way or i should be acting this way or i should be feeling this way as a result i should be doing, actually what are you doing not what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Stop comparing. Great advice. Thank you so much. Thank um, you for having me. I, I knew this would be a really uh, lovely chat, and um, you know, we could literally talk for hours on. We uh, could, couldn't we? we? Could. You know, in our safari, should we get some um, marsh marshmallows out now with a campfire? Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll conversation. So, thank you so much. This is the form guide, inspiring conversations about our mental health and well-being. Next up, a very special one. We've got Clark Carlisle. Clark is an ex-professional footballer. Uh, turned uh, mental health advocate, and we're going to talk all things racism, football, mental health, and I want to ask Clark how to be a better ally to the anti-racism movement. So that's on Tuesday of next week. Um, so look out on the socials for that. In the meantime, Avril, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing, Rob. Pleasure. Likewise. <laughs>